0: Welcome everybody to a live December 16th edition of the Peachtree Post. My name is Jason Longshore. I'm here with Jarrett Smith. Jarrett, how you doing?
1: Ni hao. sure, Jarrett. ta Jason. I'm just getting ready for when we do cover Oscar in another country. Thankfully, that minor in Chinese paid off, kind of. So we
0: are set to cover this Oscar Romero transfer news, uh, just in case, thanks to Jarrett's uh, minor in, at Kennesaw State. So we're in good shape. Um, Woo,
1: go out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, hey, buddy, lots of the stuff. year, we were the only Georgia team in ranked top 25, by the way. Oh, man, you just had to go there, didn't you? Hey, you got your running back back. You're fine.
0: It's true. Um, lots of stuff to talk about this morning. Uh, we'll be with you till 11 o'clock. The big news is Oscar Romero, who at one point we were planning on how a lineup would look with Romero, Almiron, and Vishalba, and now we're looking to follow him in Shanghai. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, Lots of stuff there. We've also got lots of Atlanta United roster moves since we spoke last, and we'll get into that and what it means and what could be next. And we'll finish up with some MLS news from around the league and the expansion uh, process that was announced yesterday, and some of the leading team or leading cities that could be joining Atlanta United and MLS in the future. But we'll start with Romero. Um, what what are your thoughts on this whole Oscar Romero chase?
1: It's believable the idea that China gets involved here because that's just what they've been doing. In fact, when I saw the news first, all I could think of was like Did 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 they get the right Oscar? Because, like, other Oscars going, like, did we get our Oscars confused in terms of the press? Um, but, look, as much money as China is able to throw at guys, it's very believable that he would end up there. Um, not thrilled about it. I mean, of course you want a guy to come here. I kept thinking to myself last night, like, jokingly, not seriously, calm down, um, that, oh, it's fine. We'll just run Albaron at the 10. We'll go get Christian Pulisic and run him in the left wing, and we'll be fine. That, that's fine. Um, I mean, a, a man can dream. It's it's not going to be, it's not the first time it's happened. It probably won't be the last time we see a guy who, especially if the MLS goes in this direction, which hopefully they do, where we're getting younger guys instead of, you know, aging veterans who are looking to end their career for trying to get up and comers and we lose them to China. This might not be the last time it happens because they can throw just stupid amounts of money at these players. Now the question for me is how long does it last with, Uh, players jump into china if the quality of the league in china stays just absolute dirt because that seems to be the consensus is it's just not a good game over there they're going to have to up the game now whether that means bringing in stars or veteran stars or young stars maybe getting ahead of the curve in that regard and bringing in young guys that's fine and hopefully that'll help their league out a bit but if the quality doesn't improve do you run into situations where people start turning down the money because there is still the competitive nature that they don't want to be basically playing a glorified trash scrimmage every week? I mean, it sucks, but it's not not the first time. It probably won't be the last time we lose the money to China. Um, So, yeah, that's about all I got.
0: It's a little different situation this time because generally we've seen China go after the... You know, maybe some of the older players, and I know at, at the MLS level, there's been concern that China would beat them out on the, you know, the Lampard, Girard, John Terry, I think is rumored to go to China right now. Those types of signings, which if MLS lost those guys, I wouldn't be upset. This is maybe a little different. I mean, China's gone after some younger players at times, but this is a, uh, maybe a little bit different approach, and I think it's a little more worrisome for MLS. Because if China starts throwing the type of money that they can at these 10 to 15 million dollar players that it seems like Atlanta United and, and some other MLS teams are going to be shopping for, then you get into some issues. And and when you look at the Romero deal and at least what's out there being discussed, and this is all you know speculation and the numbers vary from outlet to outlet, but Atlanta United was rumored to be spending somewhere between six and nine million dollars on this transfer and there could be some some confusion about how much of that money goes to his original club cerro porteno i think it's very similar to al where uh cerro porteno held at least some form or either a buy on or sell on clause or some portion of his registration so they're due some money from this i've seen anywhere between six and nine million that atlanta united offered for romero and it Sounds like uh, the, the Chinese club, which it should be Shanghai SIPG, even though there's there's some talk that it was Shanghai Xinhua, which uh, was where Drogbo was at one point. It sounds like they were offering $10 million on the transfer. So that's not a crazy difference. And if Atlanta wanted to offer more, you know, they could get there, I, I would say, fairly comfortably the contract is the biggest difference because I believe it was Jeff Carlisle who had Romero at around $2 million in the U S and MLS. And it sounds like the Chinese club is offering four um, about double. That's where it gets a little bit harder to match up. I mean, it's doable. It's possible. It's going to depend on how much you want to get this guy and how much you think you can't replace him otherwise. But these are the moves that, MLS has to be concerned with. And I think you're dead on when you talk about the flip side of Chinese soccer development and what that means, you know, so you guys know the way they're set up, they have four foreigners on the field at one time. So they're really pushing Chinese players to develop, which is, I think, a good thing. I think it makes sense. But the problem is when you have this level of foreign investment matched up with players who, I mean, China's qualified for one world cup. Um, They have, They've only had a handful of players who've played outside of China. The level is just so dramatically different between the foreign players and the domestic players that players seem to get frustrated and don't stay in China very long. So that's the concern. And in Romero's case, last summer, the quotes coming out of him turning down money from, sounded like both Seattle and New York Red Bulls was that he wanted to go to Europe and he wasn't ready to come to MLS because of the level. So it's a little surprising that that would change so dramatically now to, well, I'll go to China, which is a much lower level.
1: It's a lower level, but it's more money. Like in sport in general, I don't begrudge people for taking the money in any capacity because in sport you have millionaires getting paid by billionaires. So, or a thousandaires in some instances getting paid by billionaires. So, get the money if you can because they still got to make a living. Um we just saw this with the new CBA with the uh, the NBA signed the new collective bargaining agreement that's going to avoid a lockout. Um one of the bits I saw in that was I don't know how concrete this is, so don't take it for gospel, but that NBA D leaguers will go from making like 20 or 25 or 30,000 a year to over 50,000 a year. There's been a big push in the Major League Baseball collective bargaining agreement to get minor leaguers paid more there as well. So yeah. Uh guys still gotta eat and I understand that, you know, three hundred thousand against the cap is a lot different than thirty thousand or twenty thousand. But if you're willing to put up with the game being possibly subpar in China, then you wanna take the money, take the money. Um I'm not gonna sit there and boo you if you ever come here, like that's disappointing. Um it, it's man, I hate to say it, it is what it is. Like China's really interesting though, you touched on it that their women's program is really good and their men's program is not. They've kind of mirrored the United States in that development in that they've uh, they've had like a solid women's program. God only knows how. Um, but their men's program has just been, it's bad. It's real bad. I mean, not, as, not, not, not to say that the U.S. men's and the Chinese men's program mirror each other because the men in the U.S. have greatly overachieved what the Chinese have ever dreamt to achieve in the men's uh, soccer program, but just the fact that the women are outpacing the men is, it's funny in a, in a peculiar way. You either?